what we do is we'll reach out to micro influencers and then we have them come out to our communities and like post for a day or a morning. Maybe they're like at the gym or they're in amenity space, like the pool or anything like that. And so having them come and create that content and us reposting it and then posting it drives more attraction to our pages. And then also we get more views, likes, et cetera. So we're really liking the micro influencer program. Welcome to the Marketing Home, Marketing You podcast. Week after week, Barbara Savona of Sprout Marketing brings you quality conversations with industry leaders, mini marketing workshops, and step-by-step guides on everything marketing, business, and career growth. So grab a cup of coffee and get ready for some outside-the-box ideas from the girl that lives inside the shipping container box. Welcome to this week's episode of Marketing Home, Marketing You. I'm your host, Barbara Savona of Sprout Marketing. And guys, this is our 99th episode. Next week, we're going to be at our milestone. We've done this together. So thank you all for being part of this journey and tuning in every week. The numbers just keep growing. And so I just want to say thank you. Today is our April issue where we go over all the ideas for what you can do at your community for the month of April. And I love doing that, but in keeping with the theme, I've invited a special guest to join me. So the month of March, we're talking to inspirational women of multifamily housing. And I want people from all different parts of their careers. Today, I am bringing someone named Carly Peters. She is a senior marketing specialist for Corterra and formerly they used to be LMC. I love just her energy, her experience, her approach to multifamily marketing. You guys know how much I love marketing. So getting to talk to someone that this is what they do day in and day out has just been such a treat. So our plan is I'm going to share my conversation with Carly. You guys are going to not want to miss. And then after that, we'll dig into all things April. So are you guys ready? Enough about me. Let's get to Carly. As promised, we have a special guest today. We have Carly Peters. Welcome, Carly. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So Carly, you're the senior marketing specialist at Corterra, and some people might know you guys formerly as LMC, but now this is this is the brand, right? Yes, this is the brand, officially Corterra as of August of 2022. So kind of nearly Corterra, but we're loving it. You can see my logo and then over here, another one. So yeah, we're only with Corterra. Beautiful. It's so clean and sharp. Looks good. Thank you. We're excited. So I'm excited to dig into your role a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about what your role is and just like what a typical day slash week looks like for you? Yeah, for sure. Now, it's funny that you ask for a typical day because to be honest, there's not a typical day. Like there's not one day that's the same. I would say it's a typical week with a sprinkle of a few fire drills here and there. You never know. (laughs) So with that being said, obviously you got to start my day out with some coffee, um, get to the office and chat with all the marketing team, catch up. I always think it's really important to have that personal aspect and knowing your team, having that banter. So I think that's the first thing to start off. And the second, I love knocking out emails first thing in the morning. So for me, I live in Dallas, Texas, but uh, my region's Mountain Southwest. So they're all an hour behind me. So the beauty in that is first thing in the morning, whenever I get in here, cranking out emails, um, they're not working yet. So I literally can just finish up from the previous day, get my day started without any interruptions. Um, I would say after that, I do like a daily catch-up call with my boss. So we go over the most important things for the day or the week, um, urgent tasks, what we need to focus on, different things like that. Um, I constantly check with my teams. So um, I either do like a weekly, a bi-weekly, or a monthly call. So depending on the day, 
Um, I do a marketing call with them, just checking in on them, making sure they have everything that they need. Um, there's also, of course, leasing calls and pricing calls with asset management. So um, I attend all of those. And then I obviously see what marketing, marketing initiatives they need. So like if I need to update PPC, I'll go and do that. Uh, I'll analyze the leasing week, things like that for the call. Um, I would say like social plans and then obviously flyer creation, Sprout. Um, all of our communities utilize Sprout. And so each week we kind of check in and see what events that they have going on, see if they have a flyer created uh, and things like that. So a little bit of sprinkling there. <laughs> it's Sounds fun. like a lot of juggling. How many communities do you help with the marketing? So currently I have 10 in my portfolio, but that's growing. Um, so right now I cover Colorado, Arizona, and Nevada. And so um, right now I have 10 active communities. I formerly had um, well, the West Coast. So I had like, Oregon, Washington, and California included in that. So I had a little bit more, but um, I like having 10. I think it's the perfect number. Yeah, it sounds like it. And it sounds like just like even having to be agile and adjust to both sides of things, when whether it's your portfolio size or the location changing or team members. So I'm curious, how then do you approach overall marketing for your community since you're looking at more than just one? Yeah, so I think marketing is fun, right? So I always try to really influence and encourage my team to that same fun approach. Um, I think keeping it lighthearted and just getting people drawn in that way is the key to your success. I, I stay in constant, constant communication with my teams. Um, so with those standard weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly calls that I was talking about earlier, I'm just kind of checking and seeing what they need. I also like to take the initiative to reach out to them. So for example, after a pricing call, say they have a special change or they need to change PPC to focus on two bedrooms, anything like that. Um, I'll reach out to them and kind of be the first one to get the wheels spinning on that. Um, I would say I like to get them excited about building partnerships, creating content events and leasing in general, and then getting them really involved. So kind of back to the fun approach I first spoke about, I think that finding different ways to get them involved, um, whether it be posting for social media or getting out there, showing them outreach marketing, things like that, just as long as they are like hands-on and inspired, I think that that's the best approach or at least that's what I've seen the most success with. Well, I think your energy is so infectious and I love that you're bringing fun back because we see so many times people are just like burnt out, but there is an element that can be just fun. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm all about the fun up in here. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So let's talk about social media. You brought it up. I actually just did a webinar and people were telling me how overwhelmed they get with social. So can you tell me what is your approach for social media? We'll get right back to our conversation. But before we do, I just wanted to remind you, if you haven't already, go to sproutmonthly.com. There you can subscribe to our monthly digital magazine and make sure you subscribe your team also. This will give them an endless supply of ideas for the upcoming two months for their marketing, their resident events, their retention, social media, plus all these conversations that we have on the podcast. You'll also see these interviews inside of the magazines too. So make sure you go to sproutmonthly.com. You'll also get access to tons of free resources. All right, let's get back to it. Yeah, so I can say that for all of our communities nationwide, we do Facebook, Instagram, and now TikTok. Okay. Only those platforms, so um, we don't do anything with Twitter. However, um, I would say this year for an approach, we do a few things. So we're really trying to focus on more user-generated content because I feel like that brings our pages to life. So whether that be inspiring your teams to do 
a funny TikTok contest or maybe taking photos around the community or things like that. Um, I would say really getting that kind of custom content is what sets us apart rather than the traditional stock photos. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, we have amazing communities. Like all of our amenities, interiors, exteriors are stunning. So it's pretty easy to post about them, they'll market themselves. But I think what sets us apart is having the teams get involved with the user-generated content, um, apartment-like teams getting involved at resident events and things like that. Um, another fun thing we do is we've been exploring the micro-influencers. So um, I'm sure you've heard about this, but what yes. we do- more. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Um, so depending on the market, obviously. So like in San Diego or downtown Chicago, this works great because um, they're highly populated cities. And the, honestly, the communities are very desirable. So what we do is we'll reach out to micro-influencers and then we have them come out to our communities and like post for a day or a morning. Maybe they're like at the gym or they're in amenity space, like the pool or anything like that. And so having them come and create that content and us reposting it and then posting it drives more attraction to our pages. And then also we get more views, likes, et cetera. So we're really liking the micro-influencer program. And then something else we do is we partner with um, local businesses. So with that being said, like say there's like a coffee shop that's down the street and we want to partner with them by posting that maybe we'll buy a gift card for a raffle or a giveaway. So I'm um, really supporting the local businesses and promoting them on our stories and then on our page. That also helps them repost us and then um, we get more drive or more traffic and drive to the engagement that way. That is so cool. Okay. Can I go back really quick to the micro influencers? I have two questions on separate things. Totally. One is, okay, one, how do you guys decide on who the micro influencer? And then two, they don't have to live at your community, right? So you're doing like right. a day, just kind of a day at your community through their lens? Yes, which is actually cool. So obviously we encourage if there's a resident who's very into social media and is a micro influencer, um, we will reach out to them and ask. However, what we like to do is we like to outsource it. So we actually have a third party social media management company, uh -huh. Shout out Social. And um, they're amazing. So what they do is they actually um, look in the Denver-based area or San Diego-based area, and um, they find the micro-influencers for us. And the reason I say micro is because you're going to get more content out of them. They want to do content themselves for their own pages versus like these influencers with like yeah. a million followers. They don't, they don't need the content, right? So the micro-influencers, we love working with them because one, they're eager. They really want to promote us as well as promote themselves. So um I believe that our third-party social company, I believe that they kind of look and see maybe like on the explore page and then find people that way, like just all the hot spots in Denver. Yeah. Or maybe like there's also a system where micro-influencers kind of are at a base. I don't know what the app is called, but um, yeah. I do know that um, there's a place that they can like post and say, hey, we'd like to do content. So we'll reach out that way as well. What I love about what you just shared is it feels more approachable because it's like, you know, sometimes it's hard to relate to someone that's so outside of your sphere. This feels like, okay, your target demographic actually is maybe probably in line. It might be someone they're into. And then two, I like that there's not this like long-term liability commitment to them living there. And then like, you know, let's say they don't play by the rules for the whole time. Then it can be like this weird relationship. This is just like a perfect blend of kind of a co-partnership and like a new phase of outreach. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I love it too. And you never know, they could be promoting us and then they might want to move in themselves yeah. or their friend or you know somebody different that doesn't already live at the community or constantly visits the community. So it definitely gives that different reach. 
Okay, so I'm curious about your campaigns. Is there a certain uh, marketing campaign or a leasing campaign that has helped you, you know, overcome something that's been a challenge for the team? Um, I would just say something that we've really overcome, especially after COVID, is reviews. Mm-hmm. So I feel like reviews for apartment communities are very important. Like people, you know, when they're mad or they're angry, they have a <laughs> bad experience, they're going to go leave a review. But the people that are happy, they're not as inclined right. to leave a review. And so um, I'll say that the way that we really overcame this is through communication, which communication is key. And I, don't, I think it's better to over communicate. And so that being said, um, sometimes it's kind of scary if you just straight up ask somebody, hey, will you please leave us a review? So what we've been doing is we created these QR code review cards, and they're actually really cool because they're a little tiny business card size, and there's a QR code on it that links out to each review site that um, drives our aura score. So whether that's Google, a part of the ratings department's called Facebook, and even Yelp. And so um, by having that tool, it actually makes our teams feel more comfortable with asking. So um, kind of utilize it in different ways. So if say our on-site team has like a great experience with a prospect or maybe a resident or a vendor, anyone like that, um, they can pass that QR code to them and ask them to leave the review. Or um, we even have our service team involved. So after a service request is completed, they'll just leave it in each home. And then of course the apartment life team, um, they'll do it after events and things like that. So I think that it's a very valuable tool. Um, and honestly, we've seen a, a positive a positive move in the needle yeah. for our forest scores at each community. So I love doing that. Yeah. And you know, what I love is just the fact that it's like, it's some people would try to like think of something super complicated. It's like, it's not complicated, but the more simple, the more probably that your team is willing to do it. It's not like take these 10 steps and maybe get a review. It's like, just hand this out. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's a lot of it goes a long way too, because Honestly, a lot of people, the feedback that I got from our teams is, oh, it's kind of scary asking for a review, like, yeah. and just telling them, oh, go look up our Yelp or go look up our Google, like having that directly linked to the site. And they can also take it home with them. It's very, very bad. Yeah. It's removing so many barriers. So I yeah. know that you're always trying to stay abreast of what's new. Is there something, a new trend or something that's coming down the pipeline in marketing or apartment marketing that has you excited? Oh, yeah. So I'm all for the virtual way of marketing. I'm so excited to explore AI more. Obviously, that entails at Matterport, virtual staging, virtual leasing assistant. So um, to kind of break down each one, Matterport virtual tours, that was significant in leases for side and scene, even during COVID, even now, anytime. So Matterports, I've always been a fan of. Um, something new that we've explored at Portera is the VLA, so the virtual yeah. leasing assistant. Um, I'm sure you've heard about that as well. I, yeah, I saw uh, a couple that posted one named Kelsey yesterday. <laughs> yeah, ours is named Tara, T-E-R-A. Yeah, like I, was, I was curious what you, yours was. <laughs> okay, so uh-huh. Tara's the best. Um, so it's actually interesting. There's a lot of back-end marketing into that. So whether it be the mapping on if a prospect asks a question about pricing or if they switch it and say, well, what about these amenities? Um, the marketing portion that we do is we kind of map out all the possibilities. And so uh, seeing what we're able to do and how the AI really just like basically works for itself. Um, it's really interesting. So I, I love that aspect. And then to virtual staging, what that has really helped us with is like vacant apartments, say we have a brand new apartment that's in construction phase, but we're ready to turn on ILSs and do pre-leasing. So in that case, obviously we're not going to be photo ready, but we'll have like the vacant interior. And so 
we've worked with a few companies to do virtual staging. And so they'll they'll set the whole thing up um, and it really helps you visualize what the apartment looks like with like furniture in it or even sometimes people. But um, I would say my favorite ones are just with the furniture, just so it's not specific to anybody. So um, I like those. And then obviously ILSs, there's a lot of new things changing. So um, I know Zillow, we just did an ingrained site map integration. So that's huge for the virtual aspect of ILSs and how we partner with them. And then um, just different virtual tools like that that make our listings more exciting and then get people really drawn to our communities. So let me ask you kind of a sidebar. How do you guys decide what trend to embrace and then what to say like, okay, this maybe isn't going to get legs. Like you can't chase everyone, right? Totally. And one example of that is I'm sure you've seen like the VR goggles that people wear. Um, Those are really cool, right? But it is just so expensive. So I think um, the budget, honestly, and we have to see the value in it. Like what our job is, is to try to drive in traffic to the communities in a plausible marketing way. And so those VR things can be a couple thousand dollars. And so for me, it's like, yes, it's very cool and exciting, but the person who puts it on, will that really get them to lease? Who knows? But I think that having like a Matterport camera, for example, that's probably the same price goes a lot further because you can film more um, different spaces and things like that. And you can send that to people. Whereas the VR goggles experience is literally the person has to be in the office to try on the goggles themselves. So there's some pros and cons to it, but um, I would definitely say that budget would be yeah. one of the big things. <laughs> well, and it sounds like you're saying budget for impact, right? So it's like you guys yeah. don't mind spending because I know y'all do some really cool things, but it has to re- have the reach and the impact that you're looking for. Yep, exactly. You, you provided so much value. I have just a couple more questions that I'd love to ask you. So are there any marketing or leasing or both tools that you just can't live without? Oh my gosh, yes, Sprout. And I'm oh. not even kidding. Sprout has been a game changer. So our apartment life teams and then obviously our offsite teams utilize it daily. Like anything for like um, office closure or an event, honestly, all the ideas that you guys have on there, we actually use them. So I would say Sprout is huge. Um, Google Analytics, I basically live in there. I yeah. have tracking like website data, um, Funnel, which is our CRM system. I'm always in there pulling reports. MailChimp, which um, is our eBlast platform. I love it. And then um, last but not least is social media. That's definitely a very unique marketing leasing tool. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing that. And thanks for including us in your stellar lineup. I appreciate that. (laughs) You know, I think when people, one of the reasons I do this podcast, you know, I've been in the industry myself 21 years and I love just hearing the different stories and also showing what's possible because I think a lot of times people feel it's gotta be leasing, assistant, manager, and you've had a real interesting background and somebody might look at you and look at this, you know, presentation, this podcast and be like, you know, I want to do what Carly does. Is there anything you could say to that person that would love a career like the one that you're building? Yes. So for me, I think that it just keep going for it. I know that's such a basic answer, but I started off leasing and I always knew that I wanted to be in the marketing department. So what I did was I would take it on myself on site to do events, do outreach, do different things like that. I have to show that I wanted to do marketing and have the drive to do marketing. And so I just kept going for it. And so I think that if somebody's really interested in doing that and they do work on site or they're curious about getting into the industry, I think that one, starting as a leasing professional can teach you so much. Yeah. Um, like literally the basics and it's yeah. helped me to this day. And then two, um, if you do have an interest in marketing, just be the one to take initiative, go out there, 
try things, come up with cool ideas. Some will work, some won't, but don't be afraid of a challenge. And then, yeah, just go through that. Well, what resonates with me is I think about this quote that says you can't beat someone that doesn't quit. And it sounds like you're just someone that keeps going for it. So I'm so honored that you spent this time with me to get today. Yes. Thank you so much. This has been so fun. We need to do it again. Let's do it again and let's stay connected. And I want to hear about all your adventures like a year from now when all the crazy AI happens and all of that. We got to do a recap on like how things turned out. Wasn't Carly amazing? I hope you guys connect with her on LinkedIn and follow along with all the cool things that her and Cortera are doing. Okay, guys, let's get into our April issue, our ideas for what we're doing for this month. So first of all, I want to make sure that for those of you that are Sprout members, make sure to grab your calendar. If you're not, you can get it at sproutmonthly.com and also sample the issue that we're sharing and featuring. Now, Sprout members get access to all the resources. You heard Carly talk a little bit about how it's their go-to for all their flyers, their notices, their outreach, all of those kind of things. Check it out. So get your calendar. You can also open the link in Canvas so you can customize it, add whatever it is. And look at how beautiful it is the garden edition. And I didn't even print it edge to edge. You guys can print it edge to edge. All right. Now let's look at the issue and see what we have planned for April. You guys will remember this is the cover for both March and April. Last month, we had Anna Maria sharing the beautiful community garden. When you flip over, you guys can grab the planning calendar here and see what's coming up. And I'm going to jump a little bit ahead. We saw the beautiful calendar. And even though this was spotlighted in March, it's definitely something that you can do April, May, maybe even June. So some of the fun things we've got highlighted here is National Peeps Day, April 5th. So this could be a really cute resident event. And what's nice about the issue is you guys can see the links to everything that we've put together on 411. It is pet day. So a yappy hour can work amazing. And I think that our team did such a beautiful job with this event. Really, we packed out one table and it just felt like a much bigger event than it actually was. And on this one specifically, we had um, people able to come and pick up stuffed animals that was their pet adoption. So it really works out for uh, different residents that maybe don't want to have an actual pet and it's something they want to give to their kids or their loved ones. Something else coming up is on the 13th is Scrabble Day. Um, So it'd be a perfect opportunity for a game night. And you can definitely use the Mad Hatter theme that we put together here. So game time and all the goodies that go with it. Now, one that you can either do as a small event or go completely all out is 422 Earth Day. We have in years past really featured succulents and giving away little succulents, but really you could do anything. It could be herbs, it could be to-go plants, and there really is a lot of, of, uh, oh my goodness, I'm drawing a blank. There's the law of reciprocity. So when you give something to your residents, it builds goodwill and it makes them want to, you know, reciprocate in a way. And so the more of those experiences that you can give, the higher your renewals are, your retention rate increases, but it's also just a nice way to build community. So this is something that you could invite them to come by, pick up either their own little personal succulent or plant, and they can grab and go. So remember guys, these events, do them little, do them big, do them however you want. Just make sure you're doing them and you're doing them consistently. Something else that's fun, 426 pretzel day could be a really cool pretzel bar. So whether you actually do a full up those nice baked pretzels, maybe from a local bakery or just little bags of pretzels with snacks, 
chocolates go great with them. It's just something super simple. And we have lots of fun events like Don't Get It Twisted. We'd be lost without you. So great taglines that you can use. And remember, that's what these little kind of creative, fun, out-of-the-box ideas are for. Use the tagline. You know, we need more peeps like you. Those are the kind of things that are going to be memorable. And marketing is about making it stick. So our big event is our fantastic flower festival, and it's definitely the season for festivals, whether it's music festival or art festivals or, you know, fiestas or different things like that. People, as summer approaches, start getting in a more festive mood. So you can do a make your own flower bouquet. That's a really great resident event where residents come together and you could even have a local florist actually teach on how to put together beautiful flower arrangements. I was recently at a paper shop and they were doing this with paper flowers. And it was these beautiful arrangements that you almost can believe were paper by the end of it. Um, you could also do a local business market, you know, have the fun decor. We link our shopping list if you want to really make it bright and use all the paper flowers and all the design. But you can also invite businesses and set up like little tents where it's almost like a market at your community in the parking lot or in a common area. Have live music. Maybe there's a resident even that would be willing to highlight their, you know, their specialty with whatever musical skill they have. You could do a resident talent show and even come up with a theme. You could do a decorate your own cupcake or just a pool party with a fantastic flower festival theme. You could even find floating floaties that have the whole flower theme or whatever bright theme that goes with this um, summer fest type of a thing. Now grab and go make your own bouquet. I like this because it lets your residents take a little something that is going to beautify their home. And so everything that you see here is linked. You can get some of these inexpensive vases either from the dollar store or there's beautiful shops on Etsy that also have different colored vases. And that can be part of the decor that long after the flowers are gone, they still have like a little keepsake. You can also do a virtual uh, fun playing my song type of a thing. So let's say you have no budget. You just want to get some engagement on social a fun way to introduce your team is to share their favorite spring song. So you can do a nice graphic like we've shared here, download this one, post it, and then do a carousel with pictures of your team. And in the caption, share some of the favorite songs that your team members love. And you can then flip it and ask residents to share what is their favorite song. If they could only listen to one song the rest of their life, what would it be? So a fun way to get engagement. Now, anytime ideas for spring, you've got some beautiful designs here that are featured to kind of get those creative juices flowing. A mimosa bar, a tropical fruit bar, bracelet making, it really depends on your demographic, tie-dye party, uh, a wind down, sweet treats, whatever it is, just remember this is the time of year where people start wanting to get together and do things. And it's amazing if you can have your community as the backdrop. Okay, so I also wanted to flip here to show you guys some perfect pairings. Um, these are really cute gifts going back to the law of reciprocity since I got it now down. It's also something that will work really well with your prospects as they're leaving, giving them a little memento to remember you. And then you can even use that in your follow-up emails. But we found some really fun things. A rainbow of possibilities, these rainbow twizzlers, you can really make them cute like our team did here. Plant some roots. What's cool about this is we've linked to those um, envelopes that you can like actually plant in the ground so they're recyclable and they end up sprouting and then also seed packets and again a little note that says plant roots here it could be for a renewal or for after someone's toured and then a lot of great peeps it's a great one for referrals or even for renewals with little peeps they're inexpensive and they're fun and 
Not everybody loves how they taste, but they'll appreciate and remember the tagline. So here are a few more ideas for resident gifts. Remember, we're just trying to spark an idea. So take one of these and run with it and make it your own. And then this is also the time of year when you want to update your notices and reminders. So we have, you know, we just had daylight savings time, but there are other things, spring cleaning, how are the patios looking, you know, everything that maybe people had kind of let go of. This is the time of year where you want to remind them, hey, let's freshen things up. Let's make sure the patio looks good. And it's just going to help your curb appeal. So guys, this is it for the April issue. I'm going to flip through here. Y'all can see what Sprout members receive. They've got Fair Housing Training with Anne, Building Leaders with Bill, uh, The Evolution of You with Dr. Bira, and she's all talking about healthy habits. And then I am always sharing something new in the Sprout Playbooks. I can't wait to see how you guys put these ideas into action. So if you do any of them, tag me at Sprout Marketing, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook. And if we're not connected on LinkedIn, I'd love to chat with you there. I'm just Barbara Savona. And um, next week is our hundredth episode. So stay tuned. We've got an awesome guest as always, and I'll see you guys next week. Have an awesome week. And in the meantime, bye.